Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Grizz Griswold, head of marketing of Finos, and this is the Open Source and Finance Podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, I sit down with Chris West, principal engineer at Cosaic. He's also the principal maintainer for the FTC3 project on interoperability for desktops. We talk about the release of FTC3 version 2.0, and then why would you actually change a standard from being just a standard? So grab a workout and hit the music. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Grizz Griswold, head of marketing for Finos. Hope you're doing well. Today with me is Chris West. He's a principal engineer at Cosaic. Chris, say hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. Good job. You're good at instructions. <laughs> um, the other thing about Chris is he's the uh, lead maintainer on the FTC3 project. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, but Chris, if, if you... Um, uh, Talk about talk about yourself. Um, talk about uh, you know your career, your position with Cosaic, and then also your position within the uh, FTC three maintainer team, if you don't mind. Will do. Thanks, Chris. Uh, so yeah, I've been in software engineering for twenty five years now. Um, I realized this year it's ticked over into the quarter century. Oh no. <laughs> It does date me. So I've been doing it since I was 15. I got a head start. But um, I've worked in a whole bunch of different industries. Uh, last five years has been effectively on the desktop in financial services. Um, but I've come from building platforms, APIs, app frameworks, um, working with startups, etc. for a couple of decades now. And uh, finance is a really interesting place to be working. Um, we, we work with uh, web technologies for desktop applications. Like five, seven years ago, this was a pretty unusual thing before Electron apps came along, etc. cetera. Um, and in finance, they'd all been doing it with .NET frameworks, Java application frameworks, with these massive, great big monoliths. And then a um, uh, couple of years before I joined Cosaic, everybody started using web technologies to do this stuff. Um, so you get a lot of benefit with uh, using web technologies, easy deployment. You don't have to go through lots of installers and all the rest. Uh, there's a huge number of tools to build web applications, but um, it was getting them to talk to each other. Uh, you build a great big monolithic thing you, in-house. You can you can make all the parts talk to each other. There's a lot of work to do that. Um, but with web technologies, you need something to help. So, you know, Security in browsers stops things talking to each other. They don't naturally talk to other technologies on the desktop like those .NET apps. They're not going away anytime soon. Right, yeah. And uh, the product I work on, Finsomble, is entirely built around getting that uh, all of those web apps onto your desktop, giving them a desktop feel and getting them to talk to each other. Now, there are a few different products out there doing that. And um, FDC3 is essentially a standard for the APIs they use for that they provide for different applications on the desktop, little bits of infrastructure services, et cetera, to talk to each other. And they can do that directly within your machine without bouncing off a backend server and all the rest. Um, so something at Kazaic we were passionate about, it was the product we were already building, um, but to have a standard come along to uh, mean 
making sure that nobody has to target proprietary APIs, you don't have to lock in with a vendor, et cetera, was an idea that we loved. Um, so Kazek has got involved and has um, very kindly let, it, let me spend a lot of my time working on the standard, uh, investing in it and switching everything we do to work it through that standard. Uh, so my job, uh, a lot of the time is working on Finsomble, but because so much of that is about interop, um, that allows me to spend a lot of that time also working on FTC3 and how, how we make those things happen. And FTC3 is a wonderful example. A stand, an open standard is a wonderful way of doing this stuff because it means you get best minds from across the industry working out how to do, uh, how to do it well, how to make it easy for things to talk to each other. And you see lots of integrations then appearing in the market. People don't have to pick particular vendors to work with. You don't have these bilateral or trilateral integration conversations that are a nightmare of deploying anything new on the web, uh, sorry, on the desktop. Um, you just all target one place, target FTC3, you just work together. If, if I were to um, you know, take it to probably I'm not, I, it would probably be wrong to say one of the most recognizable open source projects out there, but, um, but let's let, you know, WordPress, um, uh, you know, WordPress has, has, I, I know that there's a lot of code behind WordPress, but, um, but, you know, truthfully, it, it has also become a standard for, for web design. And, and, but then when you see all the integrations that you can have with WordPress um, and see the things that, that work together, definitely apart, but, but they will work together to where what the user sees is the seamless integration. Um, if you have a good web developer, right. Um, you know, when you're, when you're talking about that, that, that a lot of this technology is, is, is a little more web-based than it was you know, when you first started working on it, that, that was something that kind of sprung to mind for me. And in and, and, and trying to relate it to users that that maybe do not use FTC3 right now, um, or or not maybe not even end users, but even other developers and, and app companies and things like that, that um, may may need something to grab onto and go, oh, I get it. Um, Anyway, that that, uh, that literally just came to me. And if I'm totally wrong, you know, tell me. I I, I I'm I'm still learning uh, more and more about FTC three as it expands, and I'm just trying to catch up. You are exactly right. So, the success of WordPress has a lot to do with it. You know, being able to add plugins, add applications. There is essentially a standard there, even though it's you know it says single package there are so many people targeting it, so many people building integrations that you can just pick up the things that you need and, and go. You don't have to talk to that vendor about, can you wrap it this way so I can put it in there? You don't have to encourage them to do work as well. That's not gonna be reusable. So they're not plugging into your in-house system. They are doing work that any of their other clients can make use of by working with that standard. So it, becomes, it makes those conversations so much easier and it's so much, easier to convince everybody it's the right answer. You're going to do this once. It's going to work with lots of other people. Um, if you're a firm adopting all these plugins and apps, you're not going to get locked in. You can pick the best in class. And if that changes later on, you can change them out. You don't have to do new integration work, really. You just have to get set up, get an app D record pointing to that particular app, drop it in your desktop, and away you go. Your, your applications are still sharing that messaging um 
across despite one of them being swapped out and replaced like a like a different color lego brick right <laughs> <laughs> nice no now tell me um uh tell me as a standard to like are we are we talking about code are we talking about thoughts and patterns maybe um or or is it a little bit of both because I, I think when i first came into the foundation and 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 i was looking at ftc3 i felt like it was more about um almost more organization and and like you know this should be done this should be done this but you know is there is there code involved with this as well um because you know obviously as a principal engineer i'm assuming that you code every once in a while um but but you know tell me tell me kind of the conversations and there are a lot every time i look at my calendar there are a lot of ftc3 meetings throughout the month right i know you're a busy person uh, but but you know i i see that that you know there are different meetings for different pieces of ftc3 so it has a lot to it um you know how how much of that is is kind of an organization and 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 saying that you know hey this is the this is the way that we've come together and feel that this should be done versus like you know is there code behind this as well yeah well obviously there there has to be code somewhere for people to use it the standard itself is a set of interfaces defining um literally what the the apis that you will use look like they'll be implemented by different vendors or an open source project implementing the standard but the actual interface definitions are all there how you get at the implementation is all there so you're going to do it exactly the same way in your code base every time no matter who else you're working with um so yeah it's really important that the standard is implemented i mean there's three major vendors who have been implementing it since almost day one there's in-house implementations of it at several of uh, the big banks there's uh finos recently accepted an electron um reference implementation of it that uh was contributed by nick colbert who's also written a chrome extension that can do the same thing so there's the, you know there's there's a lot of thought uh going into the interfaces from the people who are implementing them so it naturally you know we we as we work on it we figure out there are ways that things could be done better and we all contribute back to the same place to improve it and that's really how fdc32 has come about we've all been as firms and um working on the standard we've all been using it for more than three years now we've learned a lot about it we've um, collectively agreed that there are some things we can do better um building on the things it already does really really well so it's uh, we've all used it with lots of clients as I said, there's some places that have implemented it in-house. They've all used it with lots of vendors as well. So we've really learned from it. There is other code, though. Um, so there are a number of example applications in the FTC3 repository intended to help people get going. Uh, we contributed one FTC3 workbench, stops people building their own test harness, use it with any of the uh, desktop agent implementations. But you, you've then got an app that can work with any other FTC3 apps you happen to be building. Um, Finos are funding a conformance testing framework to make sure the desktop agents all work exactly the same. That's a big solid bit of code that's got to go into the project. And then, of course, there's the reference implementations, two of which are other um, Finos projects. 
So they're hosted, they've got their own repositories, but they implement the standard, they're free for anyone to use. And there will be more. We have more plans, um, but there's a little NPM module as well, gives you all the types for the APIs. So as a mm -hmm. developer, you, you get it right in your IDE, telling you where you've got functions wrong or auto-completing, showing you the documentation. So yeah, projects like these are all about the code, although the standard itself is really the pattern for that code. I got you, I got you. So, so you're going to be, um, we're recording this before uh, OSFF um, and at OSFF uh, today uh, is when this actually releases, um, we will have uh, introduced version 2.0 of FDC3. Um, so uh, congratulations, first of all, I know that it's been a lot of work for you and you know the other maintainers and, and contributors to this project. Um, and uh, I I know that you know part of it's your job, but I I also feel like you know watching some of you folks too, um, and 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 knowing some of the maintainers, like it's a little bit of a labor of love as well. Uh, <laughs> so um, uh, so so congratulations first of all, but um, you know second let, let let's maybe let's maybe delve into to two places. One um, and and you can start start wherever you want, but. But I know that you know you'll be uh, talking um, at the conference a little bit about the uh, the the business value of FDC three, um, and and so maybe let's talk about that a little bit. But I also want to get into the 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 why the why for the version two point um, I, I think you've said that that's probably more important than the features themselves, um, which we will you know definitely point people. Um, in the podcast, uh, to FTC three and 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 to you know any type of new features um, that are listed out as well. But but you know talk about business value. Talk about business value of version two point But but talk about the why of two point as well, if you can. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean uh, talking about the thing that has been my life for the last 15, 16 months. Right, gotcha. It's an easy choice for me. Um, I mean, as I said at the beginning, there's straight up value in FDC three being a standard. First off, like um, you don't, you know, you don't have to pick a vendor or whatever. Um, but the, I think the most important bit of that value is the fact it makes apps work together. Now, that is something we've like across the industry, and here I'm talking about, you know, deploying software, not just the finance industry. We've all had to put work uh, into making apps work together workflows between applications mobile phones did a uh, mobile phone operating systems did an amazing job of something called intents uh, you, you know every time you hit a share button your intent is to share some content lots of apps have registered their ability to do this with the operating system so you can share it to whatsapp to slack to this to that the other it's an open interop system you're going from one application to another boom um it's not having to bounce off a server somewhere. You know, you haven't had to build a whole load of infrastructure. You haven't got servers in a rack that are supporting this. You've got servers in a rack supporting your, your application's back end. There's no need to make that more complicated when they just want to send something over to the next app. Um, really speeding you up doing it. Because right now, without those sorts of um, integrations, what we call app interop or interoperability, the person at the keyboard is the glue. 
you are having to spend your time getting the other app out, copying and pasting stuff, trying not to fat finger a particular security identifier or put notes against the wrong customer because you've got one digit wrong. These things take time. They slow you down. And in capital markets particularly, you know, speed is everything. Yeah. You're not, it's not just the best quote that gets it. It's the best quote that got there in time that, that came with the right research, came with all these other things that, you know, in an industry where you're looking at eight, 10, 12 monitors on your desk because you've just got so many of these things to operate, making them operate each other is really important and powerful. And without having to do a huge amount of back-end stuff, without having to do a huge amount of working with individual vendors, it's freeing us all up to build these workflows quickly. Now, we've been doing that with FDC3 for a few years, and we've been doing it with our own technologies for years before that. I can say that about pretty much anyone involved in FDC3. We've all done integration work. Um, but FDC3 did it really well and introduced the system of intents. It introduced loose coupling through them. So instead of like saying, I'm sending this to that application, I'm sending it to Slack, I'm saying, I want to start a call or I want to start a chat. And the standard helps you then resolve that to an individual application. And that's how it that's how it makes it possible for you to swap things in and out. Now, of course, you can programmatically get your options and you can choose one, you can target something. Um, but what you couldn't do in FTC 3, 1, 1.1, 1.2 is you couldn't like send the intent out and say, I want to create this record and have it come back and say, and here's the ID I set up. Well, I want to create an order and it comes back and gives you more details of the order after, say, the user's finished filling it in. Um, it was always intended, but it wasn't something that was possible. So real data exchange is something we worked on in FDC 3.2. You could kind of do it, but it wasn't easy. Now it's baked right in. So you can do transactions, go and create or update a record in some other system, CRM. I mean, that's a really obvious use case. You're, you're sending chat messages out, you're creating orders, you're sending research materials on, you want to log that into a CRM build integrations where it just happens for you you don't actually have to go and do that work but now you can you know retrieve pricing feeds you can do all sorts of stuff build real apis on the desktop no need for a back end just your two three four apps just talking to each other as they've been designed to do by their by their authors i mean that for me was one of the most important changes but there's a huge load of other refinements to the api um based on all, all of our experience of using it so it is better it was a um you know in some cases small carefully thought out breaking changes had to go in um which is sometimes an unusual thing to do to a standard i mean the point is it should work a particular way um but going from 1.2 to 2.0 has made you know meant we can clear some things up that really will get uh fdc3 have got FDC3 into a place where it's going to be uh, workable, um, powerful, expressive, et cetera, for the next few years. It's going to be sufficient for so many integrations. And there's not just the API. There are sort of four pillars at the moment to FDC3. The API, the app directory, um, which is where you find out uh, about your apps, how to start them, uh, how they interoperate with each other. We've massively improved that, reconfirmed its role in FDC3, um, you know, aligned it with the web application manifest, a bunch of other things. Um, but it is just right now for 
the explosion of vendor app directories we, we're um, expecting to see popping up. We know of, we're working in the standard with, and we're working with clients who are all just building FDC3 integrations. It has, you know, you're going to see an exponentially growing number of them over the next year or two. Uh, so getting that into the perfect place was was exciting. And then lastly, there's the intents and contexts um, legs of the standard. They're, they're now run by a um, discussion group, works on proposals for them, but what they represent are the actual workflows people are implementing. Now, FDC3 is open. You can create your own context types and intents. That's great. You will do that. Um, but to have that sort of uh, building block style where you can just drop different vendors in, you have to agree standards for what the intents are, the context messages they exchange. And uh, they fall part of the standard. And what's really, really exciting is there are so many vendors coming together to work on them at the moment. They're all getting asked to do it by their clients. They're all recognizing that they um, bring different things to the table. They're not, they don't, you, know, you don't often find two applications that completely replicate each other. Um, uh, there are many of them that work on the same types of things like orders and trades or, you know, text messages, emails, et cetera. You've got both a CRM, a chat, uh, a mail client, uh, an order system, a research system. They all use chat messages and, and emails. So um, as soon as you stamp down the standards for those, those guys can just run with it. Um, the, you know, an in-house Set development team at a bank or an asset manager can run with that too. They can build their own in-house software with it and then start plugging it into those extra pieces. So there's a lot we've done there and uh, it enables a lot of new stuff, which we'll be um, talking about uh, in the presentation later. But there's also more coming. Um, the, the, the next year of stuff is unlikely to be any breaking changes maybe in the next few years but we're going to be making additive changes, lots more of those workflows, intents and contexts, maybe a fifth whole leg to the standard. Um, so you have these, you have the desktop agent, which is the thing that conveys the messaging between your different applications. Uh, but now it's being picked up so much, we're starting to see multiple desktop agents. So it might be from the same vendor, from different vendors, might be a white labeled desktop agent that's used to build another desktop application. Um, but then allowing those to talk to each other, I mean, <laughs> the applications under them won't even know um, that their messaging is coming, uh, won't need to know, sorry, I should say, they will actually know, but uh, that their messaging is coming from a completely different desktop agent. So that, that's very much something for the desktop agent vendors to work on. It'll be, as I said, uh, transparent to the applications, but yeah. they will just work. They're just running on the same machine. They will just work with each other. Yeah. Or in fact, even if they're running on your other machine. Right. And, and that's the whole goal of this, right? It just works. That's all That's yeah, all exactly. anybody cares about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, nobody, nobody I, no, I'll take that back. Software developers uh, love to build things. So I was going to say nobody wants to build this stuff. They love to build things. And uh, as a breed, as soon as we know, have an idea of how to do it, we're convinced it's only going to take us a few days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turns out that's, that's very rarely true. Uh -huh. You know, your first few days might make huge progress and then you've got to 
another year and a half of work. Right. To right. And there's all the details. Yeah. Yeah. As a former project manager. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I know that exuberance that comes from the first week of a project and then you're like, Oh, you know, the, what for, first, first plan um, breaks as soon as you have enemy contact. Um, that <laughs> exactly. But with a standardized way of doing this stuff, that first exuberance doesn't have to go into how we're going to exchange messages. It's what ones we're going to do. Just pick up an implementation, start sending the stuff out, you know, use test application like the FTC3 workbench to get yourself going. And I work with people all the time now who are able to pick up app interop and get a half dozen applications welded together into a workflow in their first couple of days. It's not like, it's not months, it's not years. Nice. It's well thought out, mature, and you can just you can start hammering away. So you can focus on the actual secret source, the actual things that are gonna give you business competitive advantage rather than the base technology. Yep. So, so you you actually answered my next question, which was what I always try to do is is the future leading, um, you know, aspect of something. Um, but but maybe, you know, in order to get to this to this future of FDC three, um, you know, whether it's a fifth leg or you know, in a couple of years from now, you're looking at version three point because you know things will change in this industry like they always do. Um, tell tell me maybe as a maintainer um, of this project, as lead maintainer, but as a maintainer, long-time maintainer of this project, um, what would be useful? What are what are the things that, that are needed on maybe the end user side? Um, you know, what do you need from end users? What do you also need from other software engineers um, that might be interested? Or, or let's 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 make this, you know, actually not just, um, you know, down one path of so software engineers, but, you know, if what do you need from people to help make this standard better? Um, who should be contributing? Who what? Does it have to be a software engineer? Um, you know, can it be an end user that that is you know coming up with you know I've got this use case? Um, who who should get involved? And in, so that as we're looking at the future of FTC three, um, you know, how will we make this standard better uh, from the maintainer sense? Well, the first thing that we need to know is what people need to do now. We work with, on, on the standard, a lot of software developers at the end of the day. People have to build out the applications. Um, many of us are from the desktop agent vendors, um, growing number from the app vendors and in-house teams. But use cases, you know, at the end of the day, end user needs to tell you where, where they're wasting their time. How yeah. can we make it quicker? They, you know, everyone who's used a, a bunch of different applications as ferry data between them is just it has sat there and thought, I wish this would just go in there. Um, so we need to know where the pain points are. Um, we, we do hear a lot of that. We also basically need people to talk about how they're solving the problems. So yep. again, as the desktop agent vendors, we're working with clients all of the time who are doing this. Um, 
when I first started uh, with FTC3, it was largely big sell-side banks who were doing their in-house development with it. Um, you'll see, you'll find there's a whole bunch of logos up on the FTC3 website. We're just about to try and take that a lot further. We want to really show people how big the FTC3 community is. I mean, you can go and look at the meeting attendance. There are a lot of people who come along from a lot of big name firms, um, smaller firms all over the industry. But we want people to talk more about it. Um, so if you're building... Uh, you're in-house, you work for sell-side organizations, building a whole bunch of in-house applications. Nobody outside your bank is ever going to use them. Doesn't matter. We want people, we want you to pop up and say, we use FTC3 to get this work done. Because of course, you're also saying to the vendors that you might want to work with in future, support FTC3 and we can just drop you in. Like yeah. Yeah. proof of concept projects that last three months while you're implementing the things that you need to talk to it, et cetera. They, they need to go the way of the fairies. <laughs> you need to be able to pick up software in an afternoon, plug it into the workflow and off you go. So that's, you know, the, that's really the, you know, the technology teams we need to talk there. Um, they, we were often working directly with the developers, but um, their management, et cetera, desk managers and others who are gaining the value out of, you know, succeeding in their, um, their goals or KPIs or whatever. Um, we need you to talk about it. Tell us what it means to you. Um, we've got a very simple community page. It's just, you know, we ask you for a hundred words, a logo, um, et cetera. It's not giving anybody access to anything. It's really just saying we use this to, to get the job done. Um, so we've already got a bunch of contributions to that. I'll be putting the details up. Um, but yeah, I think there's a solid benefit to telling people you use it. So, Next after that is probably getting down to the details of those workflows. So you send somebody along to talk about it. Doesn't matter whether it's uh, one of your developers or one of your vendors, there's help there. Um, the community, particularly the discussion groups are great. People are just working on how to get it right. So you're essentially getting you know, free consultation on how to implement this workflow correctly. They should like that, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I find, you know, sometimes people are a little too nervous to pop up and say, how should we be doing this? They want to have you worked on it, worked out how the best way before they show anybody. But there are so many people doing those integrations. There's so many of us really happy to talk about it. Um, pop along, whether it's to the GitHub repo and start discussion, ask some questions, come along to the intents and contexts um, discussion group where you know directly work on those workflows if you've got questions about the api or you spot something that could be better just go ahead and raise an issue so get involved um don't worry about your this is something i hear from uh, many first-time contributors are like i'm not sure if i've got the standing in the community to raise this if you're working in the community trying to get something done that's all the standing you need to get involved to come and talk to people about it it's a great, really helpful community. So uh, make use of this. Nice, nice. Um, uh, I'm, I'll only add to that that I, I think we sent out a um, a form to our entire um, Finos <laughs> email base. Sorry, everybody. Um, uh, 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 ask, asking also for you know for people that use FTC three 
Um, and we have a form on our website uh, pointing people to there. So it, it's in it's in addition to the form of, you know, here's how we're using it. This is we, we're we're just trying to find out who's out there, um, you know, and 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 so that we can pull them a little bit further into the FTC three community as well. And as you're saying that 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 will make this standard better. That will make everything that that you folks are working on on a daily basis, but then, you know, for the end user themselves, um, that should make it a lot better because then it's actually addressing, you know, what you do and, and your, and your, your real, real pain points. Um, so, uh, and, and that's, God, if we should just build things like that all the time, that would be awesome. So <laughs> anyway. yeah, quite literally spending our time making the world a better place. Yes, 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 exactly. Um, <laughs> so i'm going to leave it there chris um uh thank you so much uh, thank you again you know for all your all your work um and your leadership um th this is this is not meant to be you know a podcast to give you accolades but but the truth is is that you and, and the other maintainers um you know you've you've done a fine job and you've continued to work on something that, yeah, within this industry, interoperability, you know, not just on you know the desktop, but but throughout the entire industry, it's be, it's hitting more and more and more, and and, and um, you know, we all love buzzwords, but um, but inter interoperability is is something that you are seeing more and more in in financial services industry and in fintech industry, um, and but there's a reason. It's because you know there's there's real work that's being done on a daily basis on it. Um, so you know, thank you for that, and thank you for uh, the podcast as well. And you were going to say, yes, sir. Yeah, I I can't let you leave it leave it just there though. I've got to send okay. it to you back the other way. Yeah, because at the end of the day, Finos makes it possible for us to do this work together. Um, you guys as an organization have you, you know you're enabling all of these meetings that we have, all of the outreach all of the marketing, but you've also funded some really um, cool parts of the project, conformance frameworks, recent you know, editorial re reviews. So, you know, it's not just a, it's, it's not just a raw GitHub repo thrown up there. We've, we yeah. have really relied on and benefited from everybody at Finos getting stuck in and giving us a hand. So uh, looking forward to catching up with all of you at the conference. Yes. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I think I told you I'm heading out in uh, two days to uh, come a little bit early. So uh, although this podcast will be after that, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm looking for the conference, but but more so I'm looking forward to talking uh, to friends across the pond that uh, uh, that I only get to do this, you know, virtually every once in a while. Um, so so, yeah, um, uh, let's uh, let's hang out. <laughs> so, looking forward to it. All right, sounds great. Um, well, thank you again to Chris West, uh, principal engineer at Cosaic, um, and also lead maintainer for the FTC three project. Um, get involved with the FTC three. I will drop links um, uh, in the show notes uh, for FTC three, but also you know if if your company is involved with FCC three, then again, there is a way to let the world know about that a couple of different ways. Um, and, um, uh, you know, just come to one of the meetings as well, as Chris said, you know, easiest, easiest touch point right there. Um, and, and don't be afraid. Um, it is, 
you know, an inclusive community that is really looking to just solve problems. Um, so uh, uh, that should make it easier to, to step into that world. Um, but get involved with Finos, uh, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, website, uh, our Slack channels as well. Um, if you want to uh, reach out to Chris, um, I believe that you are in our uh, Finos Slack channels also. So, um, uh, but all the maintainers are there as well. And um, uh, just get involved in great community, as, as Chris said. Thank you again for that. <laughs> and um, I, I think with that, though, uh, instead of me rambling so much, I'm going to say um, uh, see you in London and then good day, good night, wherever you are.